0: Welcome back to The Good Stuff, Cliff Central's very own happy hour with myself, Brent Lindecue, the good news guy. we got a big show coming up today with loads going on. Our theme is harnessing the power of social media to do good with a little mixture of thought leadership, Social psychology and going green. Uh, we're gonna have Farron Roper joining us. He's the Chief Marketing Officer at Microsoft South Africa. He'll be popping in. We've got the team from the Green Beings coming in. Uh, they're great. They assist in, in getting Joburg cleaned up and teaching people how to do it. We've also got the Motherland who will, it's my, one of my favorite bands who will be popping in. And, uh, and we've got our very English good news correspondent joining us again. Nikki Nix, how's it going? Welcome back to the studio.
1: Good morning. I'm good. Thanks, and
0: you? It's good to have you back. It's been a while.
1: I know. It has. It's, uh, it's good to be back.
0: Apparently, you, your family came over from Harrogate, and you took them all around South Africa.
1: We did. We did a bit of a tour around. Um, they've been before, and we did Durban and Kruger Park and stuff, so kind of focused a bit more on Cape Town this time. It was actually awesome. I've also not kind of done that route before, so it was new for me as well. So it was uh it was beautiful actually.
0: What well, what was the best part?
1: Um well actually my favorite part was when we were in Hamanas. Obviously there was whales and everything there and we were for really real, liking. like big Yeah, like uh where we were staying, um, literally probably two, three meters off the shore, they were just like Swimming around and with babies. It was so cool.
0: No. That's pretty. Did you take a lot of photos?
1: Um, I did, yes. Standard.
0: Okay. Well, I haven't seen anything on social media. So you're, you're slacking a little bit. You better put some stuff up there so we can all see it and be well, part of the journey.
1: I was kind of busy while I was on holiday enjoying it. And then I've come back and been straight into work. So I promise you.
0: They say, they say to. To you've got to disconnect to reconnect. So when you're on your phones and you, you're living this life, sometimes it's a little bit better to just disconnect off of social media so that you can actually live in the moment and live in the outside world, which is pretty phenomenal.
1: Yeah, I think it's nice to actually spend time to stand and actually look at what's going by rather than trying to capture it on your phone and looking at it on your phone. Actually, experience it there
0: for sure. And and you were in Cape Town, yeah?
1: Yeah, we uh, we did the whole Table Mountain, um, Cape Point, and all that kind of stuff. Went and saw the penguins which, as beautiful as they were, they stink.
0: Well, I was just about to say, you were in Cape Town, which sounds amazing. You're telling us about Table Mountain and all these beautiful things. Was it scary at all?
1: No. I wouldn't have said that at any point I felt scared.
0: All right, because yesterday, I think it was yesterday that, that uh, our newspapers, The Citizen, there were a couple of them, they released that uh, Cape Town, Durban, and Port Elizabeth are part of the top 100 most dangerous cities to live in in the world.
1: Sure, the tactic.
0: I didn't. I'd, no. I've never seen it in in either of those places. I no, wouldn't think. No, me
1: neither. I've been to Durban and Cape Town, and none of those. I, I'm surprised that we didn't see Joburg on there. To the, be honest, Joburg
0: was nowhere to be found. <laughs> so apparently, we are in a good space. We don't have to worry about that.
1: Okay, we're going up in the world or down in the list.
0: It's exciting stuff. Before before we get our guests in studio, I want to catch up on a bit of good news from around the world. Uh Last week has been filled with some super incredible stuff. Uh First of all, I did the cycle challenge on Sunday. Woo woo which was it was crazy I hadn't trained I, I two weeks ago, I decided that everybody was getting on board and doing it for a cause. Um, Sharon from appendi angels we've had her on the show a couple of times uh, they they cycled last year to raise money for little Layla who had just been diagnosed with cancer at four years old, and this year they were riding in celebration that she had made it past five and a half uh she's five and a half years old so neil who's uh, who's our business guy um at cliff central and myself we decided to do it we got on our bikes and we rode for a purpose to just raise awareness around little Layla and that she's still this little fighting superhero it was something phenomenal
1: okay but which was the hardest part
0: of the, of the race. Of the
1: race, yeah. Like what was the hardest thing for you?
0: You know, I'm, I'm a pretty fit guy and I'm, I'm lucky enough to do CrossFit and, and sort of be fit. I didn't train at all. I don't recommend that for anybody. I think you need to get some, some seat time in to, to get through it. The, the race itself, I would say the most difficult parts were the boring parts. Cause when you're, when you're riding through, the back of four ways it's pretty and there's farmlands and there's horses and there's stuff going on and through woodmead. I mean, you're looking at the shops and there's people on the side of the road and then all of a sudden you hit the M1 and I'll have you know, the M1 is more of a long like that, that thing is long and there's nothing going on and you're on that bike and it just feels like it's going on for days. It's just, it's a long part of the race. Um, but as soon as you, as soon as you pass the Joe Slovo Hill, you're down into Hillbrow and you're in the city and it just turns into something phenomenal. I had the best, the best music in my ears. Uh, it was a really special moment to see the city in that light. And the droves of people that came out to support this race, uh, something that was constantly going through my mind was a lot of the people that were on the side of the road they live in Hillbrow, they might not have a lot of money, they don't have cash for a bicycle. So for them to see people on bikes and to support them was just phenomenal. And it made me feel good. It made, it made me feel like I was really doing it for something, which was really, really cool.
1: I guess that helps as well when you get to that part where there are actually people there to cheer you on. Because I suppose the mental side of it as well, in terms of when you're on the highway, I can't imagine there was many people standing on the highway to cheer you along.
0: None whatsoever. And I also, I wrote a blog about it, so I'll repost that today so you guys can go read it. But one of the things, and i didn't put in my blog, which I think would be really, really clever, is if you at the watering points instead of blasting music, you played applause, Let, uh, just applause. Cool, yeah. I think it's such a clever concept because people generally have music in their ears anyway; they're listening to their own stuff. But if you had this bombardment of applause, it really does make you feel good and it keeps you going. Um So yeah, that was pretty rad. That's what I did this weekend. You you went wakeboarding?
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I went wakeboarding for the first time. My word, I have trained in gyms i have done ballet from a young age nothing could prepare my body for what it went through at the weekend i i'm still sore now like yeah it's like nothing i can express and
0: you're pretty fit as well you go to gym and you yeah, ride horses I, I, and you play netball and you dance and you do a whole bunch of things so
1: yeah i'm i'm pretty fit and it's just the the muscles that you use are just muscles that you don't use for anything else like my arms i can't tell you how sore i was yesterday i couldn't even push down on anything to push myself up because my arms were that sore.
0: Okay, well, it was it was getting you fit for summer so you can do a little bit more wakeboarding.
1: Yeah, but I would advise anybody to try it. It's amazing. The feeling when you actually get to stand up on the board is the best feeling ever. When you achieve that, honestly, like proud was just the word.
0: All right, when we leave the studio, Nick and I are going to go for round two. I just want to try a little bit of wakeboarding. Let's do it. Haven't done that in a while. Good news from the station. Uh, we know that you've been with us since the 1st of May. We know that... As we've laughed, cried, and at times vented, that you've been on the other end of the line sharing in the conversation. Because at the end of the day, we're each other's go-to people. Six months in though, can you believe it? We think it's time we come face to face. We want your face plastered across all of our walls. And getting your picture to us is as easy as Kim Kardashian. In WeChat, you just have to go to the Cliff Central account and upload a photo of yourself with the hashtag IamUnRadio because you are. You're part of the team. You're part of the family. We want to spread you all over our walls. On Twitter, you can also send your photos to us on social media, Twitter and Facebook. All you've got to do is use the hashtag I am on radio, and you can use both cliffcentral.com and Twitter or the Cliff Central Facebook. If uh, if you want to email it as well, we've got I am on at cliffcentral.com. Just one thing: make sure your photos are all high res so that we can get a good look at look at you. And here's the good news: all the photos will go into a draw, and the winner will get five thousand rand cash. What's better for Christmas than a little extra cash?
1: Sure, I'm pressing send now.
0: Yeah, no, you can be part of. You're part of the family, so send through your photos. Um, one more little story that I found, which is really, really, really cool. In in the states, a uh, little boy, and it's, it's like Layla, He was um, he was found to be terminally ill. At the beginning of the year, this February, his birthday was in November, and this kid is obsessed with Spider Man. Properly, properly, properly obsessed. His dad dressed up in a full Spider-Man suit and the kid was in the garage. They posted a video, which I will repost. He was in the garage sort of chilling out with his dad, doing stuff. And his dad had dressed up, gone into the house, dressed up, climbed onto the roof and literally jumped off his roof. Like Spider Man would, and came to visit his son as the Spider Man character. He caught everything on his GoPro. I'm gonna put that up onto Twitter and to social media so you guys can see it. And uh, and obviously Nikki would want to see it as well.
1: Yeah, that's so cute though. There's
0: there's cool stuff going on.
1: Yeah, I think that's you know, when someone does something like that it's uh you know, it's uh it's just a nice thing to do for somebody
0: you got to do good stuff. That's what it's all about. We've got a guest with us who's just joined us in studio. He studied law, has head up the business operations at FNB, the Steve Bank, or the un-Steve Bank, is known as a philanthropist and a thought leader, has most recently spoken about social psychology trends at Social Media Week, but more importantly is a really good guy that I've known for a really long time, Farron Roper. Fa, welcome to the studio and Thank to Cliff you so Central. Much.
2: It's really great to be on the show. Just, uh, if you can come a little bit closer to the mic. Thank you. It's, it's amazing to be on the show. Yeah. This is your first time at Cliff Central. What do you think of the first studios? Time. I think it's quite incredible. And I'm looking forward to participating in the Ironman radio breaking the internet challenge. I think, <laughs> yeah, who needs, who needs Kim Kardashian when you've got Ironman radio? Correct. We can break
0: the internet. Uh, today's show is all about harnessing the power of social media to do good. And as you are a thought leader in this department, uh, you're constantly striving to do this. But before we get into that, I think we need to give our listeners a little bit of an idea of where you come
2: from. So where do you come from? Were you, are you a Joburg boy? I'm a Joburg boy. It's still, it's still crazy for me to think that I'm considered to be a thought leader because I'm just a boy from Aldo's that managed to get a good education and had a couple of lucky breaks in life. Um, it's been mostly due to hard work, but you know, I'm at that point in my life now where I believe that my purpose is really, um, is bigger than myself. My purpose is to serve other people. I'm a notorious, social media junkie. I was joking with you before the show that I, I wouldn't blame you if you unfriended me on Facebook, but I would unfriend myself. But I love social media purely because you know, it's it's got such potential to, it's got potential to change the world, really.
0: And it does. And, and this is something that you spoke about at Social Media Week, that it does have the power to change the world. But before we get into to
2: that, uh, what do you do when you're not saving the world? What is your, 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 your day job? My day job. So I manage, um, marketing and brands. I'm responsible for marketing and brand at Microsoft South Africa. It's, it's been, um, it's been a challenge, but such an incredible opportunity for me to align myself with a company that has the same values that I do. You know, Microsoft is really a company that does so much for the local communities, in particular when it comes to youth and entrepreneurship. Um, it is a challenger brand when it comes to certain aspects in the market, like consumer devices, but there's a lot of fun in that. Um, On a personal note I I love to read I love the theater. I studied drama for in high school, go figure. <laughs> <laughs> very theatrical. And uh, very theatrical. And um I love to play tennis as well. Very competitive. We, we need to hook up a game one day. Absolutely. Except I must tell you that uh, I tend to lose my partners, my tennis partners, because what happens is when I win the set, I tend to like collapse in sort of like a victory motion <laughs> on the floor <laughs> at Marks Park, as though I've just won Wimbledon. So, you know, get in with it and uh, and take the win for what it is. Yeah.
0: Um, for our avid listeners and the guys that tune in every week and download the podcast, they'll actually know Microsoft because we had your uh, your CSI lady come through yes. and chat all about what you guys are doing. It is a phenomenal company to work for. You are doing
2: amazing things in that department, um, but you studied law. I know, I'm, you know, it's oftentimes, you know, where you think you, where you start is not where you end up in life. And for me, it's crazy to think that I'm in, that I'm responsible for marketing for the second biggest company, the South African subsidiary of the second biggest company in the world. Um, I studied economics initially and then post my economics degree, I studied law. And I sort of dabbled in a few marketing things. And then through just practical experience, um, you know, I ended up eventually um, practicing marketing prior to the source of F&B. Um, so I was part of the, an incredible team called F&B Connect. They took a lot of first innovations to market, like the F&B app, geopayments. And that really led me to where, where I'm at today. And if you think about law and marketing, they're, they're completely opposite sides totally. of your brain. Like totally. left and right brain activities. But I've always been a natural creative. I've always loved expressing myself. I've always loved, I've been a person that's, that sees pictures in my mind. Um, you know, I'm obviously, um, very verbose. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's life kind of like brought me in this direction, but I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm where I'm supposed to be at this point.
0: And Microsoft is giving you that, that platform to do what you love. And, Absolutely. and I think that's the biggest thing when it comes to work. If you're not doing what you
2: love. Then why are you going to work every day? Why are you getting up and doing the same sort of thing if you're not loving it? True. And you know, and going back to what I said earlier, it's important to align yourself, you know, with a company that believes in the same things that you do. I mean, coming from, from the streets of El Dorado Park, I mean, I've, I grew up, um, you know, seeing entrepreneurship around me. There's so much entrepreneurship in, in the township. And I grew up really just with a, um, hunger for for education and you know I'm very big on on youth development and instilling sort of the value of education in the youth segment and that's what Microsofts about i mean they're the most i would say the most locally relevant multinational um i they um, they've got incredible events from youth spark to dream spark to biz spark um you know which nurtures entrepreneurship in South Africa and they give so much back to the community so it's it's really exciting it's an exciting a time in my life for sure.
0: And I, like I said earlier on, I've known you for a really long time and you have constantly always looked at giving back, being part of that community, doing things for other people because
2: it's the right thing to do. That's, that's the way that the world should work. Absolutely. And I also think that's when you really sort of find your purpose. And, um, you know, it's really when you reach that self-actualization phase, phase where you realize that, um, we're actually here to, for a much bigger purpose other than just to, to exist. And you know, in my life, as i said i 've been very strong on on youth development and education, so i 've aligned myself to to charities where I can be a, a not just a thought leader but a mentor to, to to kids that are in the same position that I was in you know twenty plus years ago, and that 's what it 's all about, really. I love it. Everyone has a beginning, a defining moment
0: when they realized what they wanted and started making their way towards that eventually eventually being acknowledged for, as a thought leader what when did that
2: when did it switch when did your defining moment come where you decided that this is it it started really young um so what i'm going to say is probably going to sound very controversial but i come from a family of entrepreneurship and my family owned a lot of businesses in the townships and my great grandfather had a, a bottle store in in nansfield in Eldorado park and at the age of 13 I, I walked up to him, I said to him, Listen, I really want to work in the bottle store. And I know it sounds like child abuse today, but my grandfather my great grandfather was like, Okay, I'm I'm prepared to give you a chance. What do you want to do? And I said to him, Well, I want to work on the front line, I want to serve customers. And within a matter of weeks, as a thirteen year old, I mean I became the top salesperson in my great grandfather's <laughs> bottle store. Overachiever. <laughs> Completely. And um, you know, some people would say it's because all the the drunks that walked in there Wanted to buy from me Because I was cute But I believed I gave the best customer service I was the quickest To wrap a bottle In a brown paper bag But the point is That I learned From a very young age um, You know To have a great work ethic I learned from a very young age The value of customer service The value of making money And I had the most incredible role models. I mean, from my mother who was a colored woman with um, a divorcee with two kids and a standard nine, you know, putting herself through night school, educating herself to the point where she's helping thousands of people today on their own development to my great grandfather who taught me, you know, he he said something very important to me one that, that really resonated. He said, you know, um, you shouldn't work for money. Make sure that your money works for you um to my dad who who sacrificed a lot to become an entrepreneur he taught me that in life sometimes you need to you know sacrifice a little to gain a lot so uh, for me uh, that's really where it started it started in my childhood
0: fantastic and it's an amazing story you should actually november is the official international day and we we've, we've missed a lot because nearly at the end of uh, november the international month for writing novels so maybe next year you should put pen
2: to paper and start writing your autobiography. I maybe. I'd maybe. read it. I don't know if I have that, that big a story to tell, but you know, anything that I can do to motivate the youth and to instill really the value of hard work and education, I'm, I'm all for it.
0: Farron, if it's anything like your social media, you'll have a huge following, <laughs> and a lot of people will buy your book. I, I think so. Over the past year, social media has definitely changed, and people are starting to do or use their social media to do good. Yeah. Why do you think it's moving towards that way?
2: You know, it's been—it's quite an interesting thing, and um, you know, it's—it's a topic that I spoke about recently at Social Media Week, and it's tentatively called social psychology. And if you think about social psychology, it started a long time ago. I'm sure you're old enough to remember. Those chain emails, you know, forward this on to five people to receive your blessing. And then <laughs> yeah. chain emails evolved into a chain SMS. I was just about to say, then we started getting the SMS, right? And yeah. then it, 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 developed, it, it sort of filtered into social media. And when you think about the fact that they say the average person on Facebook has about 300 friends, we've really got such a tremendous opportunity and platform um, to, to really spread a positive message. And we've seen a number of great examples of this. I mean, probably the most... Um, Famous one that comes to mind is the ALS example. I mean, a simple search, and it comes up with thousands and thousands of results. I mean, our Microsoft CEO himself participated in ALS Ice Bucket Challenge. Wow. And then one of my favorite examples, not to put you on the spot, is the NEC nomination. You know, where, I mean, the, uh, close to 800,000 views on, on YouTube, something that went truly viral. Yeah. And something that really just, you, you use social media in such a clever way to highlight a fundamental issue in our society. And social psychology is really about, um, you putting it's what I also would like to call digital peer pressure. So when you nominate other people, so if you nominate me, for example, by nominating me, I'm not actually choosing to participate. You choosing on my behalf. I'm forcing you. You're forcing me. Right? <laughs> and, um, and you know, nobody really wants to sort of be seen as flaky. So. Um, yeah it's an interesting concept you've mentioned two of them which was the neck nomination which i know quite well and uh
0: and then the als bucket challenge there yeah. there has been so many this year oh, from so many. movember to the no makeup selfie there was cock in a sock at some points there's really been like wild outlandish yeah. ones
1: there's that one that's got the i actually did it this weekend the choose your five pictures that make you happy and remind you of a good memory which i think is also a nice one because then you're it's making, it's kind of putting your mindset in a different place. While you're choosing those pictures, you're actually looking through your pictures and going, oh yeah, oh yeah, it's look ma- at that it's, one. It's and creating happiness. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Which yes. for you, out of all of them, was, uh, and you said the ALS one, but which one was best? If
2: You know, I, I, there are a few of them that I like for different reasons, but I mean, if I had to talk to some of my favorites, other than Nick Domination, because it was distinctly local, um, I, there's one called um, Save Seven. Where you have an opportunity to donate, to, um, to donate organs to like seven of your closest friends. And it's completely integrated into Facebook. It's brilliant. And then the, the others as well, like the Santa shoebox. It's amazing. The Santa shoebox is really incredible. I mean, over 300,000, you know, people helped in South Africa and in Namibia. And then there've been some historic ones that for me personally resonate. So there was, um, there was the one with the, the red equal sign for marriage equality i did see that one where everybody was making that their profile profile picture picture, right that was massive and um there's one called for change as well there's obviously boston strong um seven days of motivation so it's difficult for me to choose because they all mean something to me but for different reasons
0: should big businesses get involved when it comes to these social media online trends and, and doing good should they get involved
2: Absolutely. I think there's a big opportunity for big businesses. I mean, other than just, you know, cause marketing, I think from a true, cause I think a lot of businesses see corporate social investment as a scorecard item in a, you know, a BE scorecard item. But I think there's an opportunity for businesses to really make a difference in South Africa. And I'll use Microsoft as an example. So when, um, when we had our, our the 67 minutes for Nelson Mandela, what we actually did was, we had every person in the organization you know, doing random acts of kindness. And our challenge within our small little, uh, you know, husband, Bryanson, was to get 67 random acts of kindness in, in our offices. And it was incredible. I mean, people were standing behind the counter making coffee or assisting, you know, the tea person. Um, we had, you know, colleagues, you know, helping other people, pulling them into the opportunities, helping them get their work completed. And it was such a magical day for us. And what we did was we actually recorded every single one of those random acts of kindness and we put it up in our office for everybody to see that as a corporate citizen, we really still can make a difference. It's not just individuals, but corporates have, have a great platform as well. Well, next year, next year, February, I am going to be doing a
0: change one thing month because that's when it all started for me. I did something in February. I did one thing in February and it was near the Microsoft offices actually. It was out there on that road. And um it changed my life completely. I've I've flipped 360. Um I've got a radio show. I'm doing a bit of TV. I'm MCing for good. I've, I'm I'm the face of charities. So for me it's really propelled me to a different space. February next year I'm going to start it all again. A random act of kindness month. Wonderful, and
2: I'm gonna I'm gonna nominate you guys so you can get on board and and do it as well. Wonderful, we're so in, and we've got people in our offices that are so on fire for doing good. You know, like there's so many different initiatives on the go to, like I said, to helping people with basics like education, placing people in, in jobs, helping entrepreneurs from ideation all the way to taking the ideas to market, to gaining customers. So we're really on fire for making, for doing good and for making a change. So we'll take you up on that one.
0: Amazing. I'm excited. What um social media is, is. Constantly evolving. We've had Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We've got a million of them coming out there. Is there something that's coming? Is there, is there something that we should be prepared for? At some, at some time, we had MySpace, if you remember that.
2: That's correct. Which is, I mean,
0: it's still lurking around, but we don't use it at all. Is Facebook going to make its way out and something new is going to come in?
2: Well, there's a lot of interesting trends happening. So, um, for example, we're seeing the social media companies leverage big data. So at one stage, it was quite controversial, but Facebook was actually posting sort of posts or bringing things up in your news feed that would influence your moods. So, Wow. (laughs) I don't know if it was a pilot or if it's something that became permanent, but um, they've also added algorithms to social media where where as you log in on your news feed, you immediately see things that are relevant to you. Twitter last week announced that they're going to be uh, launching at some point some functionality um, that pulls in content that you would have missed while you were away. So, that, that's completely polar opposite to what Twitter is. Exactly. I mean, it's, it's completely anti-intuitive because social is meant to be instant, right? Yes. And in real yeah. time. But nonetheless, these are some of the trends that we're seeing. Um, I also think that micro video is, is going to grow. I mean, we've already seen it in the past with the likes of Vine and Instagram, uh, you know, videos being incorporated. But I think micro video is going to become big, not just from a consumer perspective, but from an enterprise perspective as well. Because, you know, as, as a creative, and I'm sure you can identify, it, I've always said like a picture or a video says a thousand words. So that's some of the big trends to look out for.
0: Amazing. It has been incredible having you on the show. Unfortunately, I don't have enough time. Otherwise, it's been I, could, wonderful.
2: I could sit here all day and talk to you and I am going to bring you back. I'd love to. I'd love to. In the meantime, I'm going to go and take my selfie, send it to your hashtag and break the internet.
0: That's it. Uh, hashtag I am unradio and maybe hashtag break the internet as well. There we go. We'll do it ourselves. How do
2: people get in touch with Farron? You can follow me on Twitter. It's my hashtag is at Farron. Sorry, not hashtag. My at it's my, my Twitter handle is at Farron Roper or add me on Facebook. I'm a little bit more selective when it comes to uh, Facebook, but um, t- Facebook, Twitter and LinkedIn fantastic you can get in touch there i'm also going to tweet the links
0: it's been amazing having you on the show next up we're going to have green beings in studio with us to talk about all the amazing stuff they're doing if you want to get involved or if you have any questions you can give us a call on 0861 or you can send a message to wechat tweet us at cliffcentral.com tweet me brent Lindeke, and you can just uh get in touch with cliff central we'll be right back
3: Yeah, spot but Buddy, don't stop till I say he done Headshots and I'm close. Silver and gold. Then you zone out. Thinking how these situations unfold. Mm, he probably throwing his dick around and I'm waiting up for his call. Yeah, this whole club so turned up. Nobody trying to go home. Black cards, rap stars, these hoes trying to get choked. I stay on my grind, you stay on my mind. Spend
4: my time. Cause you are my sunshine. All I need is my sunshine.
3: So one time for the spouses Who Instagram they outfit Party at the stands But the swag from the township My bitch is bad I usually tap, no strings attached You take my hand, we fall in love I just hope you can catch I take you on vacation Smoke Jamaica while you tan Even your friends hate it They look at you with contempt Baby just dry your eyes
4: They can try all they like But I'ma spend all my life Cause you are my sunshine All I need is my sunshine To come and warm up this lonely.
3: Push. but nigga don't pull up in anything I walk. I my way i on and i am my judge. Oh. I my Baby, you taking over my thoughts. my girls two could the when I'm chicken in the club but I wanna see my boo. So, be chibi, may, I be I didn't I just wanna party with you. Fresh all day, i am sack me a new. I this be on the mic. be tonight. Yeah, I run i cash tight. I mean, I mean to so
4: After it all <laughs> your arms,
0: That was Sunshine by AKA featuring Jay something. Never heard of them, but it's a really awesome track. I love finding the, the little tidbits that we have on the system here. Um, no, I'm on. I need to put you on. Hello, Nick. Welcome back.
1: Hello. You can hear me again now.
0: Yeah, Nikki was trying to talk, trying to get out there, and her microphone was <laughs> off. All right, so uh, Farron's left the studio. We've got green beings who have joined us. They're an awesome NGO that develops schools into models that demonstrate sustainable living and act as vehicles to integrate knowledge and skills into communities. Big words, beautiful words. <laughs> I think you guys are awesome. We've got Sergio and Roxy joining us from Green Brings, Welcome to the show, guys. Ah, oh, pleasure.
5: Thank you for having us.
0: Cool. you got to get up close up and personal person with the person, mic. Eh? That's it. you got to get <laughs> up there. How are you doing?
5: Cool. Thank you so much for having us here today.
0: You're welcome. I really... The, the, one of the greatest things that this show has allowed me to do is, is give, give good charities a platform to talk about the good stuff that they're doing. And, and that's why we brought you in today. Um, Roxy, maybe if you could just give us a, a little idea about what it is that you do.
5: Okay, cool. So um, we do school and community, community-based community projects to up environmental consciousness because that's a really important thing that needs to happen now. Um, ultimately, what we're trying to do is get people to interact differently with their environments and live in harmony with data and not against it, really.
0: it's so, important. Yeah, that's very. In- to look after our, yeah. our world. We've only got one. We've got nowhere else to go. Exactly. Where are you based?
5: So we're based in Cosmo City. Uh, for those of you that don't know where it is, it is um, on the way to Lanseria Airport. On the left-hand side, there's a massive development there. And it's a really exciting place to be working in because it's a multi-socioeconomic development. So there's a very diverse range of people that live there. And it's pretty contained. So all of the schools that we work in are close to one another and are networking with each other.
0: I actually rode past Cosmo City on Sunday when I was doing the cycle challenge and I was so overwhelmed by the development going on there. There was this huge shopping center. I think it's called Cosmo Mall. Yes. And the place is starting to look... It's a community. It looks amazing. What do you guys do? You go into schools and educate them, yeah?
5: Yes. So basically what we're trying to do is up environmental consciousness and lower carbon footprints. Um, so we work with, with the... Um, Technologies and schemes that we implement at the schools. There's different ones like recycling, rainwater catchments, alternative energy, um, veggies, um, and Really what we're trying to do is capacitate the school to manage these technologies properly and educate teachers so that they are um, teaching kids about current environmental knowledge.
0: It's important.
5: Yeah, very. Um, because we've, we're finding that the, the curriculum is amazing, um, but a lot of the teachers aren't trained to, to properly um, educate our kids about it.
0: And, I mean, this, this is a lot of legs, and it could work Well, in the corporate environment, if corporates had to jump on board and start making themselves sustainable and doing the things that you're doing, that could just filter into the urban communities that might not think that they need it. So what are you doing in the corporate market?
5: Um, so, as a nonprofit we've had to develop a few income streams, and one of the ones is um, we've launched uh, corporate social investment days and this gives um, companies an opportunity to to come into our schools and um, work with with beneficiaries to implement long term sustainable projects. so um, creating outdoor classrooms like um, the vegetable gardens or compost structures, um, wetlands. And basically really what we're trying to do is just get corporates to interact with, with the people that we're working with.
0: Then that's exactly what, what needs to happen. If you've got the time, you've got the resources, it should be shared where it, it needs to go properly. What, what is one of the most interesting stories to come out of your project? Cause obviously you touch a lot of people, you go into a lot of schools, um, and you've cleaned up a lot of communities. Is there in one of the schools that you've, you've sort of met people that have been memorable or something that has happened that's pretty memorable?
5: Um, well, one of the things that I can think now that is like shining some light in my head yeah. is, um, when we first started in the schools, we, we, started off small. We started off in one school. In the next year, we were involved in three and now we're involved in all eight in cosmicity. Um, but the first school that we started in, um, we had to do an audit because we do the eco schools program and with that you do an audit and that like you count how many bins th- there are and, and what they're doing with their rubbish. And we found out that the school that has about 1,300 kids had two dustbins. One of them didn't have a bottom. So essentially, it was it was one dustbin for a thousand three hundred kids. And um, as the conversation went, we we found out that they were dumping and burning their waste on the property. So this was a huge thing for us because we were like, "Whoa, how can this be happening?" And um, then we found out that they didn't actually even have a, a picket up account. So oh, wow. even if they put their rubbish outside, no one was w- coming to collect it. It wasn't being collected. And this this same thing was happening in all the schools in Cosmo City. Um, there was no waste removal happening, so the kids were being taught that you just throw down your rubbish and you dump and burn it um, on the grounds, which happens to be on on a wetland, on a conservation area, and uh, that that really upsets us. So we've been working really really hard to to get the schools dustbins, and um, the long term vision is for them to actually be recycling and making money from this, so they can be improving their their infrastructure.
0: And you started out in Cosmo City. When, I mean, you'd want to branch out and you'd want this to become a national thing. Definitely. You you want South Africa to jump on board. It is important for our environment. and, And it's a good cause that I think needs to, to become national. But for that, we need funding.
5: Yes, and that, definitely. And that's,
0: I mean, to all the corporates and anybody that's listening, um, I'm going to tweet links to all of your your social media, uh, Facebook, Twitter, your websites, and how to get in touch with with you guys, so that you can get that because people need to get it on board. I had an amazing uh, company a couple of weeks ago during those sixty hmm. uh, the the sixty nine minutes for. 67 Seven, minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I add two minutes on everything. The, the 67 minutes for Mandela, what they decided to do is within their corporate business park, they took a huge section and turned it into a vegetable garden for their community because they've got the gardeners, they've got the people that can look after it, but the community are the people need, that need to benefit from it. Yeah, Who so. needs pretty flowers when you can actually be feeding people, yeah. which I think is important.
5: That's amazing.
0: So to all our corporates listening, we want you to get involved. For all of our listeners that are listening right now, what's the one thing that they might be able to change to better their own environment?
5: Well, our our motto is Kawena, which means it begins with you. So... Really, changing anything small in your life really does make a make a difference. So, if that is just starting to grow herbs at your home, or or veggies on a vertical garden, or start recycling, um, really anything that you do does make a difference at the end of the day. And individuals shouldn't feel like they are fighting a huge storm because if we band together, we can really make um, significant change in South Africa.
0: And we're going to leave it on that note because I think that's that's pretty cool. Uh, if people want to get involved, if you could just shout out your, your Twitter and your Facebook so that we can get them involved.
5: Um, our Twitter is GreenBeings underscore SA. And our website is GreenBeingsSA as well.
0: Again, I'm going to tweet those links so everybody can get in touch. We'll be right back with The Motherland. Thanks a lot. Sweet. And we're back. That was Icona Pop with All Night. Uh, the studio has just got really busy all of a sudden, so I'm gonna switch on all the microphones. We're pretty busy in here. Testing one, two. <laughs> <laughs> we've uh, you've tuned into the good stuff on Cliff Central, and we've got one of my favourite bands are back today. The Motherland. They've been they've been in the studio before. They did actually change my life, and I became a bit of a stalker. <laughs> follow Thank them around, you. <laughs> yeah. As I do. Um, I'm pretty excited to have them back in studio. They're going to be launching a new song, maybe.
6: Yep, we're going to be. We're going to do a few changes to it, but we definitely, we've got a new single coming out now. Very the albums. The album's busy underway. Hopefully, it'll be ready by Christmas.
0: A full album? Full album. How many songs?
6: About 11, 12. That's
0: super, super rad. Yeah.
6: Very exciting. The sounds changing, a bit. that's why we're really excited to show you like the kind of new direction that we're going in. So, I think you guys are going to enjoy the new track.
0: Should we, should we get into that and yeah. then chat about it Let's afterwards? It. All right. Amber, you're going to push play oh. that side. Yeah. In three, two. Are we ready? Is it playing?
7: It is playing. It is playing. <laughs> oh, there go. Here we go. <laughs>
8: Down to size. This is your love. This is our home that I'm fighting for. So come on, love. Come on, love. We'll make it through. We gotta fight. We gotta fight for the rest of our lives. Oh, oh. down to size This is your soul This is your heart That I'm fighting for So come on love Come on love We'll make it through We gotta fight We gotta fight For the rest of our lives
0: I'm actually going to just stop it there. It is oh. phenomenal. Thank you. <laughs> and that's the new track.
6: That's yeah. That's going to be the new single. We're still busy working on it. It's nearly finished. What's it called? It's called Drifting
0: Away. Loving the new sound. Uh, oh, yeah. It's pretty African. There's some African Africanness oh, there.
6: We, you know, the thing is, we we want to be like versatile. We don't just want to like make folk music. So we we you know we're experimenting with a bit of African grooves and a bit of. Um, You know like Indies A bit more on the indie side Something that people Can dance a lot more to So A lot of the tracks On the album Are going to be in that sort of a direction which is exciting this
1: one definitely had that effect we were all dancing here in the studio just now
0: not not just us but even in the in the lounge we had a whole bunch of people that were getting on board and dancing as well it's yeah. really exciting stuff really cool where where can people listen to you i know that you were playing at four west farmers market what have you guys been up to yeah
6: we've been busy like the last time we were in studio we've been just gigging as much as we can We're doing loads of corporates
0: at the moment i was gonna is, say silly season has just yeah, kicked in so that's so, pretty cool
6: um, otherwise, I mean, they can always just check us out online. Our SoundCloud is doing really, really well, which is awesome. So, you know, we're really happy with all the people that listen and follow us on SoundCloud, which is really cool. Um, we've got uh, a few shows coming up now. We've got, um, we're doing social on Main. I've seen you there before. No, you live. <laughs> <laughs> we've got that this Sunday, which is going to be a big one. It's going to be an awesome one. I think we might be playing there on New Year's Eve as well. Very cool. Which is going to be really cool. So, three bands, three DJs. Um, there's a couple of shows I'm, I can't really think Off the top of my head right now I'm under pressure
7: <laughs> The Microsoft
0: one got to get, you got to get close uh, you, had, you, had,
6: you had Microsoft in here today
0: Yeah, I know Farron actually uh, As he came in He saw you guys And then I uh, introduced him And he was like What? They're playing at my yeah. At the year end See, we just got this new drummer Louis over here This good looking guy on my left Hello <laughs>
6: And Hello, uh, we're busy Louis. rehearsing with him And trying to do the whole changeover And he's taking over the, For the album and everything So we're working really hard in studio at the moment, so that's like our main focus. All the
0: groundwork got to be put in so that album can get it. it out and, and you it. can get those sales out. Yeah. Apparently, you were saying something about uh, over December, uh, this single? Yes.
6: Uh, no. So basically, over December, we're going to do um, you know, the normal thing that The Motherland does, and that's give back to charity. So for everybody that buys our, our EP on iTunes in December, we'll donate half of those sales to a charity of your choice. Of my choice, of your choice. Yeah, that is that is we're putting the responsibility in your in your hands to pump it. You see, <laughs> well, every week we'll do a little motherland push. There you go. So the thing is that like we really believe in giving back. Like as you know, like we spoke about in our first interview with you. So you know we said while we're working on the album, let's pump the EP sales, get it out there, and let's give back. You know to
0: to, to charity and do something good for for everyone over Christmas. So. I think it's important we, we As a community We need to learn To give back All the time And we need to learn To to Over December Especially I mean If you look at statistics mm-hmm. It's the highest suicide Blah blah blah, yeah. blah Because it is And there's
6: so many kids That go without You know Like a yeah. present Or anything You know Even just a little Christmas tree so, you know, maybe what we maybe what we should do, and I'm just thinking on the spot, like we take that, that half of those proceeds, we maybe like buy Christmas trees and go take them to rural areas or wherever. Very cool. And that could we'll, be a cool. We should brainstorm it. But we, you
0: and I will sit down. Yeah. We'll brainstorm. When I see you at social on Maine <laughs> yeah. on Sunday, we'll have a bit of a brainstorming session. We're going to come up with a really cool idea to give that, that money yeah. to and, and to do something special for someone over the it Christmas really, period. It would be really, really cool. Very exciting. Yeah. So let's do this again. When is the album coming out? The, when is, well, when is we, the plan? We,
6: we, 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 we were trying to get it out for Christmas to launch it actually on Christmas, but um, I don't know if that's going to happen. So, worst case scenario will be January, February, but best case scenario is still in December.
0: And everybody can catch you at all the different spots. Yeah, over so if December. they just check out
6: our Facebook page, they can see exactly where we're playing. We've got loads of shows. I think we've got about another 30 shows till the end of the year, 30 to 40 shows till the end of the year. So, we've got loads of shows. We're going to be all over the place. Do you guys have a rest? Um, yeah Can you see I've got two stars One in my left eye One in my right eye <laughs> Busy,
0: Busy.com How do people get in touch? Facebook What is the Facebook page? What is the Twitter page?
6: Yeah The, the Twitter page is At The Motherland Essay The Facebook is The Motherland Band Easy as that We're Easy gonna- as that SoundCloud's The Motherland so- S- Straight on site. And, and if you go onto SoundCloud right now You can download Drifting Away for free
0: Everybody get onto SoundCloud right yeah, yeah. now. You can get Drifting for free. I'm going to retweet all of those links so that people can get in touch as well. Great. I'm also going to come up with a plan. We're going to put a blog around it around it, awesome. so that people can follow it and mm-hmm. they can see how the funds are doing on your downloads. Sure. Um, I'm going to log on to iTunes straight after this and be the first person to download your EP, Great. even though I have it. I
6: think people should also just, um, when they download it, just give it a review and say, I bought this for charity or something like that so we can kind of allocate the funds because on iTunes you can't really... Oh, right. So, if if everybody that buys that downloads the thing, just leave a comment there saying I bought this this EP for charity, and then we'll be able
0: to allocate the funds like that. Absolutely fantastic! Thanks for joining us in studio, Thanks guys. so much. I'm sorry it's so short, but no, it's all good, man. When it's still when fun. you when you're having fun and you're being kind and the good stuff, it just all disappears. Time yeah. just goes nowhere. Uh, we've spent the show chatting about thought leadership, going green, giving back, all about charity. Here's a little quote that I'm going to leave you with. The activist is not the man who says the river is dirty. The activist is the man who cleans up the river. Ain't that the truth? That's the good stuff for this week. Don't forget to tune in next week where you can get more of the good stuff more of the time or visit iTunes to catch up with all the other good stuff that's going on. Thanks and only good things. See you next week.